Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Golfgate. Was it a complete and utter waste of money? The charges against all the defendants have been dropped, dismissed, because according to the judge and according to the evidence, they did not break the rules. That it was acknowledged by all sides, including prosecution, there were 80 people having dinner as part of the event, but the defendants argued the dinners were split by a partition wall. I'm sure you're familiar with that in hotels and big weddings. They'd pull the wall across, so it's two rooms. A partition wall, and there was less than 50 people on each side of those soundproof partition walls. So in other words, they abided by the guidelines. Because if you remember rightly, Independent TD Noel Grealish and Fianna Fáil Senator Donny Casty, John Sweeney, the owner of the Station House Hotel in Clifton, and his son James, the general manager of the hotel, all faced charges in relation to the Oireachtas Golf Society uh, due that was out in August 2020. So it seems, according to the judge, no law has been broken. But she did say not in the court of public opinion. Now, you could argue, as I said earlier on, that the spirit of the law has been broken. Um, but in saying that, they didn't break the law. So the whole thing was a waste of money and a waste of time, all to keep social media happy. And that's really it, isn't it? It's to keep the tongue wagon happy. And people going, and I know how you feel. I couldn't go to see my mother in hospital. I couldn't go to a funeral. I couldn't go to a wedding. I couldn't do all those things. Um, but yet they were having a party in a hotel. They had a party in a hotel, but they had it within the guidelines, which you were allowed to do as well. Less than 50 people at that particular time. So was Golfgate a storm in a teacup and a complete waste of money or do you think it was worth it to make a point to bring it to court? Uh, the number is 087 The charges against all defendants in the Golfgate trial have been dismissed by Judge Mary Fahey in the Galway District Court. The decision was handed down by the judge this afternoon or yesterday afternoon following uh, the completion of the state's evidence. Defence counsel for each of the four defendants did not call any witnesses in response but argued that the charges were not proven. Uh, independent TD Noel Grealish, former Fianna Fáil Senator Tony Cassidy, John Sweeney, the owner of the Station House Hotel in Clifton, and also his son James, the general manager of the hotel, all face charges in relation to the Oireachtas Golf Society dance or dinner dance, whatever it was. So the state alleged that the four men were organisers of the event and that the event contravened laws and acted to minimise or slow the spread of COVID. The state argued that the men did not take all reasonable efforts and steps to ensure that the number of persons in the event did not exceed 50 persons. But it was acknowledged by all sides that there was a partition wall which separates the room into two sides with less than 50 people on each side, 80 people in total event, attending the event. Delivering the verdict this a- yesterday afternoon, the judge said that defendants complied with the regulations, not in the court of public opinion, which doesn't matter, but in a court of law. So they didn't break the law. The question I want to ask you was, was it a complete waste of taxpayers' money? James, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Good afternoon, my fellow conservative. There's <laughs> very few of us these days, Jeff. Yeah, we're a dying breed now. now. <laughs> yeah, they're getting rid of us all. These lefty liberals now are there everywhere. <laughs> I actually not digressing, but are you watching the the controversy on Spotify at the moment with uh, I did with Joe Rogan, yes, and Neil Young, and, uh, well, and I'm very uh, I think I think the funniest answer is who's Neil Young? I thought he had more sense, you know. Yeah, well, I tell you what, far as I know, Joe Rogan doesn't care less because uh, now for the first time ever, you have a, an American DJ getting international publicity. But however, there you go. Yes, I say I say more people are listening to him now than ever before. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. No such thing as bad publicity. Ah, yeah. well, so they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, James, in relation to this. Ar- 
Oireachtas, or this, should I say, this Oireachtas Golf Society hoo-ha, or dinner dance, or whatever it was, um, in the Clifton Hotel. I mean, do you think this whole thing was a waste, of yes. absolute waste of money? Definitely, Niall. You see, we must remember, uh, people are forgetting who's actually on trial here, the four people. Donny Cassidy, Noel Grealish, the hotel manager and his son. Now, Noel Grealish, for a start, would never have been one of those people that'd be around telling people about the guidelines because he opposes the government on everything now. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of a lot of time for, actually. I have a great time for Noel Grealish. Uh, Donny Cassidy would be a man who'd be promoting entertainment all his life because he was a... What, he was a band manager. He was. Uh, That's in, right. He was an agent, in, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All his life. Yeah. He was in show bands. He was in promoting dance halls. So he would have been all for having entertainment open. You know. Mm-hmm. Now and then, of course, they're not politicians. So the, the the hotel owners, obviously, and most people who were on your program and even you were always against this too much restrictions on pubs and. Uh, and musicians well, they, well, and the that, argument yeah. in court is, and I don't want to go into too much detail again because we all know now this days, the argument is that the hotel manager and his son, or the owner and his son, um, did what they were meant to do. Yes. In other words, they, they did, the, the, two days previous to that, the restrictions had come in to say that it was no more than 50 people, and they did what they were supposed to do, and they divided the room into two with a full... The, I'm assuming it's a big, a fancy hotel. It's a well, nice it's hotel. It's a lovely hotel, actually. actually. Television yeah. is a big hotel now. Yeah, yeah. so they, these pull-across walls that divide a room and make it smaller, so they made it smaller into two rooms, um, which no more than uh, 50 people in each room. So, in other words, the judge agreed, the defence and the prosecution all agreed that no rule had been broken. Yes, yes, and as I said, Noel Grealish, Donny Cassidy were not any... I've never seen Noel Grealish and Donny Cassidy coming on television saying people must stick to the guidelines. Never mentioned at all. In fact, I, I, I would guess that Noel yeah, Grealish... But some of the individuals that were there would have. I mean, I know Jerry Budimer, for example, would have been tweeting about guidelines... You know, well, he I, so, wasn't on trial now. No, he wasn't, but unfortunately he had to resign. Yes, yes, yes. So, so by the way, all those that resigned their ministerial positions at the time, um, and Sean O'Rourke, who obviously believes his career was badly damaged by it because he's hoping to get back onto RT. He was meant to start a project last year but couldn't because of the, the controversy surrounding this. Do you believe they should be all compensated now? Well, I don't know about but I mean, I don't think uh, Big Phil Hogan will come out of retirement now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably happy enough in retirement. Well, though we lost a good man in, in Europe, whether you liked him or not, he certainly was a good... Uh, well, it seems, it seems a lot of people believed he did a good job in Europe, yes. He was, uh, he was tough, you know, he was tough in Ireland, tough negotiator. And uh, but uh, of course, as you said, really the whole thing was much to do about nothing. I was well, it was much to do with, with public opinion, and I, I suppose, James, the argument was that time after time, I had people come on the air, and men and women, crying because they couldn't see their sick grandmother or they couldn't visit somebody in in hospital who was dying, and yet here were politicians in their eyes, flaunting the law. The people that are telling us not to do these things were having a good old time. And th- wasn't that the argument, the moral argument? You, even, in other words, they may not have broke the law, but like Marion Gate, they broke the spirit of the law. Well, I, 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 I'm a person who firmly believes in due process now. I'm, I, I'm very worried today, when I'm not digressing now, but when I see someone, for example, is working in a company and there's an allegation made against them, right? Suddenly, he's suspended from his job. That's wrong now. Well, of course it's wrong. Of course it's wrong. Our sponsorships, there was withdrawal of sponsorship immediately. In other words, they're, pers- they're finding the person guilty immediately. They're not mm. believing, uh, you know what I mean? You're innocent until proven guilty now. And I, I, I'm, I'm worried about that. I told you before, several years ago, that the very famous judge in Dublin, he's not the singer now, now Barry White, mm-hmm. uh, 
was very worried about this three or four years ago. He was on the Tonight Show and he said, I'm getting very worried about due process being interfered with by social media and by public opinion. He said, we must never in any way interfere with due process. And he's right now. Mm, and uh, there, uh, But this was the court of public opinion, of course, this whole golf case, as was Marion Gate, as was every other gate that we had. Anyway, look, i I, I got to go into a break. I'm, I'm kind of running a bit low on time. Thank you, James. Uh, James believed due process didn't take place. It was social media uh, became the new court, I suppose, of law. And, and with Golf Case, that certainly would have been the case. And not just social media, by the way. Mainstream media did it too. Golf Case was all over that as well. But was it a complete waste of taxpayers' money when we now see that no law had actually been broken? And the men themselves who were there, men and women, I'm assuming, uh, who were there, did say they believed no law had been broken. Well, can you identify how much taxpayers' money was wasted? Well, I suppose you have to take into consideration, I don't know who was on free legal aid and who wasn't on free legal aid. I don't know how much barristers were paid. I don't know how much a judge's time costs and whoever else, the court clerk and administration and prosecution and Garda Sheikana and evidence and investigation by Garda Sheikana. I would imagine thousands and thousands of taxpayers' money was uh, used to bring these men to court when clearly they stated from the very start, like everybody who goes to court, suppose that they're innocent and they hadn't broken any laws. And I think, look, they said there was a partition wall. The judge agreed there was a partition wall. I'm assuming pictures had to be taken for that to prove that, um, that there was less than 50 people on each side of the room. And, and by the way, for all those people saying, oh, well, I didn't have a party... There was nothing stopping you having a party in a hotel with up to 50 people at that particular time. They were the guidelines and restrictions. And for people as well, just to clarify, there's a difference between guidelines and laws. Guidelines were something you were asked to do. Laws are something that you are bound to do by law. And uh, let me just go to Mary. Mary, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Mary? Hi, Niall. How are you? Okay, now you got yourself into a bit of predicament during the lockdowns. Well, my husband Your husband did, did. yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And so what yeah. was he doing or what happened? We woke up one Sunday morning and our bathroom was flooded. Oh, my. Yeah. So, so what, the pipe burst, did it? A pipe under the um, bath burst. Okay. So then we said, look, it's an emergency. We'll go to Woody's. And this was during the 5K lockdown? This was during the 5K. Okay. But to us, we heard, if it's an emergency, Absolutely, you yes. can go to... Wherever, like it, it wasn't like... To a hardware out. shop or whatever, yes, of, yeah. of course. And and that would be, cons- I would consider that to be an emergency situation. Well, yeah. if the hardware shops are open, <laughs> yeah, obviously they're open for a reason and we needed this at that particular time. Yeah. So off we went in anyway and we got stopped on the Sarsfield Bridge by a lady guard. Okay. So she's like, where are you from? And we said, where we were from. And she said, you know, you're out of your 5K. And we said, yeah, we have a, a plumbing emergency at home. So she just said, I don't care. And we were like, okay. So she took his driving license, took his name and his address. And she said, a summons is going to be coming in the post. And I was like, for what? So you, did you get the summons? The summons? I'm sorry for editing your story a little bit. I'm running out of time. But did you get the yeah, summons? The summons? Well, anyway, the summons came, Niall, and uh, it was to appear in court on Wednesday. Okay, so you, and I believe you went to court and it was adjourned because uh, somebody didn't turn up. I, I obviously can't go into the legal details of what happened in court, but you have to go back to court again. Yes, go back to court in November because the guard that issued the summons to turn up your, uh, okay, on Wednesday. Okay, so the point is, your point is, in relation to Golfgate, if it applied to you, it should apply to them. Is that what you're saying? 
one rule for one and another rule for another. He, now, it's, it's uh, absolutely. Uh, and in your case, uh, and you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, what the, the judge's decision will be, and that's entirely the judge's decision. But if you were going for an emergency and your plumbing had been burst and your pipe had been burst, I would hope that the judge would take that into consideration, and that you know that would be under the legislation that there was room for maneuverability, uh, because does, just because you're being going to go to court doesn't mean you're wrong, you know, necessarily. You well, could be, you could be in the rice. Exactly. The, okay, day, the, well, the day that we were stopped by the guard, the, her words to us were, take the summons and fight it in court. So we just said, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take that well, summons and, and, and that's your, fight it in court. And that's your constitutional right to do that. Okay, well, look, I, I understand the point you're making. But again, I want to reiterate that in this case, and obviously in the case of the burst pipe, the judge would decide whether he believed that was an emergency situation and I would imagine it is an emergency situation if your house is flooding for God's sake so that would be up to a judge to decide and I'm sure if they have evidence of that uh, I'm sure they could show that to a judge um, but in this case according to the judge no laws had been broken none whatsoever um, and the only law that was broken is the court of public opinion and this is a problem isn't it in society now as James rightly pointed out is the court of public opinion so on that, those grounds was it a complete waste of money Mm. Hi, Niall. Uh, could be wrong about this, but were we not meant to be only going f- not five kilometres from your house at that time as well? So laws were broken. These people, Hogan flew in from Europe and other people tra- travelled great distances for this. I could be wrong, but I think we were only five kilometres at that stage. So there was laws broken. Thanks, Niall. I love the show. Yeah, I, I think in relation to Phil Hogan, that would be a separate situation. Um, and I know he had all sorts of excuses that he gave at the time, but that would be dealt with separately. That's a separate issue to the hotel holding the event, so to speak, and to the event individuals who enter the event. I don't know, and I'm going to need to clarify whether what the distance was at that particular time when it was 50, but I don't think the 5K was in place at that time. I think, wasn't there a count, as from what I remember, you couldn't leave your county. Maybe that was in place at the time. Again, those stipulations would apply differently to every individual who was at the event. So the law, that would be a guideline. And the law at the time stated anybody who organised the event. So that's why only four people were taken to court, not everybody who was there. Because everybody who was there didn't break the law. They may have broke the spirit of the guidelines. The law pertains to people who organised the event. So the organisers and indeed the hotel owners were the ones taken to court. And that's why, see, again, we have to establish there's a difference between laws and guidelines. Uh, like, for example, social distancing is a guideline. It's not a law. You can stand right beside somebody and you can't be charged for it. A person can say to you, get out of me space. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.